After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. We are here to talk about commercials, the good ones and the bad ones, and the ones where people say weird shit like this. I'm a streaker. My name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Has. Hello, Veeves. Hi, Andrew. Hey, Veeves. Yeah? What's going on with you? <laughs> Just ask my my uh, search history. Um, today's show... We came up with the topic about midday. We didn't really have any ideas floating around at all. Then you just yell from downstairs, <laughs> let's do a show about naked people. <laughs> what were you doing upstairs that made you think about doing a show about naked people? I I feel like there should be some good um, sort of, uh, you know, reason that I had this idea or something that triggered this idea. I must have seen it. I must have somehow stumbled across a naked person. Yeah. Just <laughs> in doing your research upstairs. Yeah. You, you know, stumbled for work. across a naked person. <laughs> You're a real randy dandy today, ain't you? Well, I'll tell you, my search history really is fucked. <laughs> so today's show, uh, we're calling it Rude Crude Dudes. Nude Crude Dudes, <laughs> nude. rather. <laughs> Rude Crude Nudes. <laughs> now, are these all dudes? They're mostly dudes. Um, you know, it's not hard to find um, suggestive images of naked women, um, but that's not what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about nudity um, or the concept of nudity more more as a like a storytelling device or a comedic device. And let's face it, when you want nudity to be funny, you go with a naked man. Speaking of a comedic device, there was a question raised on last week's show. Is After These Messages a comedy podcast? At one point, you claimed this is a comedy <laughs> podcast, something that I did not sign off on. And apparently, some ad counselors have taken it upon themselves to finally answer that age-old question. Well, I took it upon myself to post a survey. Oh, I see. And okay. they took it upon themselves to respond to, to it. respond to the survey. Okay, good. And I'm going to take it upon myself to read some of the results later on in the show. But let's start with some, I don't know, rude new dudes. But it helps. I love that. Who is that? Oh, Jeremiah somebody. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't recognize that. No, no, Jermaine somebody. Hold on. I usually, um, Jermaine Stewart is the name. Oh, I've never heard of Jermaine Stewart. I thought it'd be like uh, Sheena Easton or something. It's an interesting song. It's really all about, I wonder if it's a response to all of the sexy songs going on at the time. Because it's obviously like in that genre, but it's all about like, Hey, girl, you slow down. We're moving too fast. Yeah, let's, let's just have let's... some cherry wine and chill exactly. out. Exactly. It's an interesting message. <laughs> um, so uh, you're in the driver's seat. Yeah, all right. My dear, what's coming up first? Well, first I want to say, where have all the nude men gone? <laughs> because I feel like, you know, periodically throughout commercial history, even in America where the rules are much stricter than in, in other certain some other European countries, the rules are strict about what you can show. You can show, you can imply nudity fairly 
comfortably. Yeah, and like very clever editing, tight editing. Somebody's holding a cactus in right. front of their loins. And I feel like we've all seen that um, in commercials and on, in, you know, in shows and things like that. But then when I went to go look for, and I will say it is sort of a hard thing to search for, so it may be out there and I just wasn't searching for it because when you just type in like nudity commercials, like it it doesn't really, it doesn't like pull up like whatever's been happening this year. Yeah. So I, it was hard to find ones that that really, that, that were fun and interesting that were from this real recent times. There's a couple, um, but mostly this is kind of a look back at like, it feels like the heyday of nudity, of comedic nudity, I'll say, uh, in commercials is really around the like sort of 2008 to 2015. I found a lot from that era. Mm. That's also when the internet was making things more uh, searchable. Yes. So there's probably a little bit of a, a fallacy there. Well, but. also, it might have been when we were, we started seeing more online commercials. Mm-hmm, that's you know, true Because too. Like, I went through your list here. I don't usually do show prep, but you're like, here's a bunch of naked people. So like, all right, I'll check like, that oh, out. Oh, I guess I'll do show prep all today. All right. Um, but uh, I was surprised at how many... Uh, Fully bare bottoms, I a saw. Of, a lot of bottoms So these today. are either like yeah. European commercials or online commercials. Because I don't think that like you can just show a full on, like a full on rear shot of a butt. Wait, would a rear shot of a butt, what would a rear shot of a butt be? Anyway. It's to be the genitals, huh? Yeah. <laughs> You're coming from behind. <laughs> what am I talking about the, here? Yeah, it, I'm the, all flustered. The, uh, yeah, the, 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 the language of butts becomes complicated. <laughs> it really does. But no, quickly. for real, like. I don't think I could just be watching, and I know it's like on cable now, it's not necessarily Maybe I was thinking about Tina Belcher like, or something today. I know, you really have gone full <laughs> Tina Belcher on this, but like, if I'm just watching, let's say, a, a rerun of Bob's Burgers or something, I think it's very unlikely I'm just going to see a commercial that just shows a fully bare button. I think you're right. In the U.S., that would be rare, but but it's there are some American ads in here that are... Um, you know, from the side, or it's all very—it's implied. Something's mm-hmm. covering the the person. So, um, we'll we'll get into it. This first one, by the way, is maybe my favorite. It's great, right? Although you didn't let me watch the last one on the list, you wanted me to be surprised. There is one in this group that is so good and so bonkers. It's just—it's like it's amazing. I and I the the audio is fantastic, and we'll do a lot of the work. But I I encourage everyone. To drop whatever you're doing, go to the Facebook group and click on the the list of links that I include with every show and look for this ad. I'll, I'll tee it up. When we All right, but there. that's the last that's one. The so, last okay, one. what are we starting with here, though? This is for. Um, I guess I'll just go ahead. It's it's all. It's going to have to be heavily narrated because yeah. there's no uh, talking in it. But it's for a a uh, I think what like a glasses. Uh, or I eyewear uh, glasses you know. and contact lenses company called Specsavers, yeah. which I'd never Probably heard of like before. Oh, there gla- it is. It's a British multinational optical retail. Yeah, chain. and this so has the feel. One is definitely British. This has a feel of something that might be British, but I'm sure they're like the Warby Parker of their sure their market. Um, we open on a guy. Uh, he's in a towel. He looks like he's at a some kind of spa. He's a George Costanza build. A real George Costanza. And he's got the George Costanza hairline. So, mm-hmm. yeah. like um, With a little bit of Lou Grant. If you combine Lou Grant <laughs> and George Costanza, you've nailed Not this Not a lot of daylight between Lou Grant and George Costanza. True. He's got, but he's got, got that grumpy face. Yeah. So, he's walking uh, He's walking down a hallway. He's got a towel around his waist and one in his over his arm. He 
comes to a room that is all steamy inside. Yeah, it's like a steamy sauna room. Which is the sauna. He pushes the door open and sits down. And you can even see, we'll come back to this in a second, but there's like a little um, little like coat rack right on the door out, or I'm sorry, right outside the door in the hallway here. And it looks like other towels are. Like where you would hang uh, your robe or Exactly, something. if you're going into the sauna. So let's take a listen to this, but we will have to narrate it like you said. So he takes a peek through the little window and he, he walks in. It's really steamy in there. You hear the water running. He takes off his uh, towel. He's fully naked. Now he's sort of like beats himself with some sage or something that's lying around. But then, then something is bothering him and he finds a carrot underneath his butt. Yeah. That's weird. Now somebody puts a lid on a pot and the steam starts to decrease. He's not in a sauna. He's in Gordon Ramsay's kitchen. And, every, and there's a whole bunch of chefs in there, including Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> who slice, who slams a knife through, suggestively, through a large sausage. And then it says you should have gone to Specsavers. Yes. Yeah, so he, he thought he was going to a sauna, but his eyesight was so bad that he mistook a steamy kitchen for a sauna. Yeah, and I guess it was kind of a needless detail. I really love this. I guess it was kind of a needless detail, but... Looking back, watching this commercial for the second time, I like that I know, oh, that thing that I thought was a robe or a towel hanging outside of this door was actually probably a chef's apron yeah. or something. Like, it still holds together. Like, there's a lot of misdirection. I, I think it's really well done. Yeah, it's a great ad. It's kind of interesting that Gordon Ramsay's in it has no lines. Yeah, has no lines, which is nice. That's the Gordon Ramsay that we all hope for. Yes, a silent Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> the best Gordon is a silent Gordon. <laughs> um I will also say this, it, it uses the nudity well, I would say. There's at least one or two in here that I completely do not get. And it seems like just an excuse to have somebody naked where it doesn't really tie to the product at all. Okay. Whereas this one seems like, oh, yeah, that, that it makes sense. Like right. It's, it's connected it, to the product. A mistake that could be made because of you didn't because you didn't have the products it would be embarrassing to to be naked in a in a kitchen. Now this next one I would categorize as one of the sexiest ones but maybe that's just cuz it has more naked ladies than the rest of these. Yeah, this one has naked ladies and I do think that this is a, a particularly um town full of attractive people. It really reminded me of Stepford in a certain mm-hmm. way. Um so where we are is um this is for Woolite um and it's in a town where everybody is naked. They also are very all very beautiful, but I, that's mm-hmm. not really relevant. Uh, oh, to the this plot. is the one where you see full butt for the first time. Where I was like, "Whoa, what yeah. are we doing here?" And so. the voiceover or the the voiceover is for sure British, so I suspect that this is probably a, a UK ad. It is for Woolite, but a, a British ad for Woolite, and it begins with you see um, a close up of a woman's legs wearing high heels walking out her front door it's a close-up on those heels but as she gets further away from the camera it's revealed that she's not wearing anything except for those high heels right so she walks out what people don't wear clothes because they want to keep them looking as good as new so now we see a whole like you say like kind of a, a fantasy suburban land where everybody is naked um people are riding bicycles and walking down the street and working in their yards one fella is uh, opening up a, a, a package on the sidewalk that must have just been shipped to him and it's a brand new shirt that he's pulling out of a package but he's not going to wear it because he wants to keep the shirt brand new i think is the point yeah throughout this commercial you see people enjoying their clothes but more in the sense of looking at them while Mm -hmm. they're not wearing them people don't wear clothes because they want to keep them looking as good as new two women are comparing their outfits that they're just holding up 
Now they all spot a woman who's fully dressed, and they look astounded. It's as, all, if, as if it's it's all tur- it's all topsy turvy. Yes, it's a great it's a reversal, right? She's dressed, and they're all naked, and so she's the weird one. And they are just shocked to see a fully clothed woman walking through their town. If only they'd known about new white gel. It's specially designed to clean and protect the clothes you love. So as the clothed woman walks by, a naked guy uh, gardening with his wife, like, gives her the old up and down, and the wife puts her hand over his eyes to stop him from looking at the clothed woman. Yes, who's now wearing a very nice red dress. I, there's also a detail in here I missed the first time, which is um, when we see the woman who wears clothes, which is her character's name now, um, cleaning with wool light in her laundry room, we see one of her naked neighbors like spying on her <laughs> through the window. I think like intrigued by this idea that she's you know, yes. wearing clothes and my my but, favorite character is the naked mailman who yeah. was just walking around naked except for his red mailbag. <laughs> exactly across his uh, shoulder, they're strapped across his shoulder. It's specially designed to clean and protect the clothes you love. Love clothes, love light. That red dress she's wearing would never be thrown in the wash, though. You'd get that dry cleaned, right? I think so. Yeah. Um, Good catch. Yeah. Although wool light is for delicates, um, I will wash some things. Um, not things, not like a, you know, not certain things that really I don't, I can't treat, but like certain things that you might want to dry clean, I will wash in the sink with wool light. But then if you were doing that to like a, that was like a cute red party dress, kind of a nicer red party dress, like then how would you, would you iron it? Uh, you'd probably just like let it drip dry. Depends on the fabric. Hmm. Just take it to a dry cleaner. Just take it to a dry cleaner. Wool light. Just take it to a dry cleaner. <laughs> you like that, Ed? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's, you know, going to be a little confusing for folks. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just, <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just wrapping up the conversation. Oh, I thought you meant like your, 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 you know, potential ad for Wool Light. You know, I know we're going to talk later about whether or not this is a comedy podcast, but my argument against it being a comedy podcast is it's only funny because I'm legitimately stupid. Like, it's not like we're trying to be funny. Uh, well, I'm trying to be funny. Oh, okay, when you're dunking on how dumb I am. Um, no, but I, I think that... I that mean, it worked a- for the Smothers Brothers. <laughs> he was playing a character. Um... But I think that's another good one that, you know, plays to the product. It's nudity with a purpose. Nudity with a purpose. <laughs> I see. So that's the that's the metric by which you're evaluating. I don't these. know. I just didn't know what to say at this point. So I thought I would say that. All right. Well, this next one is for Bernie and Phil's. Um, although this is the rare Bernie, Bernie and Phil's. Bernie and Phil's quality, comfort, and price. That's nice. Is this something that we've so, talked about on the show before? Well, you've heard that. I'm just saying, like, that's the jingle. It's, no, I know. It's but stuck I, that, in my head. You know, I don't. I, that doesn't ring a bell to me, necessarily. Really? Yeah, but I loved you going how for it there. You, that was how delightful. How have you missed Bernie and Phil's? Is it like a regional thing that that you didn't have or something? Maybe it's like a New England thing? Maybe. I mean, I lived in New England. Of course, we have to always remember that you and I did not really have TV. I yeah. Mean, you know, we would rent DVDs with if We didn't have on, broadcast but, yeah. television. Yeah. Um, Anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. We're about to watch this Bernie and Phil's Naked Guy commercial, as it's called on YouTube, posted in 2016. And I just accidentally started scrolling down. There's only three comments. And the third one from Destin Burns is, the black guy is my uncle. <laughs> 
And only one person gave an upvote on. I'm giving it another upvote. Not, not even having seen this. Uh, actually, the I did watch this. The black guy's great. Uh, he's the salesman. <laughs> yes, I love that. Somebody's just like the black guy's my uncle. Um, so okay, this is one of those that is uh, very clever. This could air in the United States, and I assume it did because I assume so because I do not think Bernie and Phil's is a an international concern. Right, and you can really tell the difference there between like you know showing again full on bottoms and what have you, and this is one that uses that trope of naked man fully naked man walks into a store where everybody else is clothed but it's just incredibly precise prop work and editing right. so that you never see his junk it's if pretty you've seen funny. austin powers you get it there is a hilarious moment which i might as well describe now because once we hit play it'll go by very quickly but he's standing in front of a salesman's desk right and the salesman looks up and he realizes oh wow there's a naked white man in front of me yeah um and you know he's here to shop for furniture or whatever but we see this naked customer head on and the only thing protecting our view of his of his junk is like something sitting on the salesman's desk some sort of like small obelisk or something right and then there's a really funny move where he looks down at it, and he's like, oh, interesting. And he picks it up, and we think for a split second, like, your instinct is like, oh, my gosh, we're going to see, but there's something else behind yeah. it that is almost the same exact shape. It is a really funny visual This gag. is a really good ad. It's very funny. Although it occurs to me, as you say, naked white man, I don't think I saw a single... No, that's not entirely true. There, there are some... There's some naked uh, people coming up who are black, but no, I only mentioned that because we mentioned that the salesman is black. Yeah, but yeah. I'm thinking about it too. And I, I think it's always worth asking the question, kind of like we did with the hand model one. Like, I always think it's worth asking ourselves and just sort of asking the universe, like, are there are there things that white actors are invited to do mm-hmm. or are it's okay for white actors to do that no one considers putting a black actor in that role. Right, right, right. And the only, there's one, there's one uh, ad campaign coming up that we'll talk about where there's like a bunch of naked people and there are definitely some um, actors of color in that. Uh, but Was that whole town white that we just saw? That it, British? I mean, a British, yeah, it would shock, yeah. it would not shock me to know, to go back and see that it was all yeah, white. I mean, yeah. Britain's very white and, um, and also very racist. Mm. <laughs> Unlike here. Oh, no, I mean, like at, like here is what I yeah. mean. So um, anyway, I was just thinking about it. I just always think it's worth sort of remembering that, you know, that the, that white is treated as the baseline, you know. And so if somebody's naked, they're also, they're not going to add another thing to their character. It, it would be rare to see someone add another thing to their character that, that, that the public perceives as different from the baseline. And that's just another way of like how we... How, how white supremacy kind of goes unchallenged or unnoticed, mm-hmm. you know? You mentioned that your search history is now totally screwed because of all this research. It's starting to happen to me, too. Along the right-hand side of YouTube now, I'm getting suggestions. Naked in New York, upgrade your <laughs> man's grooming routine. The funniest one was I'd been searching for a bunch of these naked ads, and then I just took a break and, like, watched them, like... Pornography. <laughs> Exactly. Just like clear my mind, you know. Yeah, right. No, I, then I took a break and watched some like SNL sketch or something. Mm-hmm. Um, like I forget what it was, but I noticed that the ad that that pre-rolled on that was for Naked Juices. 
Oh, you know, oh, the naked, you, oh, naked right. brand of co- juice. Company, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like and no I, preservatives or yeah, sugar. Yeah, and I wondered yeah. if it was just a coincidence or if somehow uh-huh. it was the algorithm. That's uh, interesting. Trying to trying to guess what I would like to see. <laughs> so I think we've set this commercial up for Bernie and Phil's enough, right? So this is a completely naked man walking into a Bernie and Phil's and the salesman who's sitting behind his desk at first is shocked, but also very helpful. I gotta say... I mean, I guess good on him for being accommodating, but like my very first move would be, sir, I'm sorry, pants are required in here. Shoes, shirt, pants are required. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Yeah, I mean, you have to suspend your disbelief for almost all of these ads. There's... um when no, I'm- I believe there's a town of naked people where they don't want to wear their clothes because they're going to ruin them. I also had a question about that. What about their shoes? They're all wearing shoes. Yeah. Aren't they worried about ruining their shoes? I guess not. You can't wash shoes with wool light. Yeah, it's true. Okay, here's this commercial. This is Bernie and Phil's. Excuse me. Yes. I could use some help? Uh, of course. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, so the thing that is blocking um that that is blocking the our view of his penis is a a little desk statuette of a hand, which is kind of funny anyway. Yes. And he looks down and he literally says, "That's interesting." And he picks it up and you're like, oh, "But then there's something else, some other little piece of statuary behind it." Yes. Interesting. This fabric is so nice. Here, feel that. No. Keep that there. <laughs> the guy is uh, now he's sitting on the couch again, naked, putting his butt juices on one of these couches, <laughs> and he's flipping through fabric samples, a book of fabric but, samples. But they're on his lap strategically, and he starts to hold it up to the salesman to feel this, and the salesman quickly says, "No, no, keep it there." <laughs> fabric is so nice. Here, feel that. No. Keep that there. Come into Bernie and Phil's with absolutely nothing. Ooh. You know what? I think I'll take it all. Uh, paperwork. And leave with just about everything. Mm-hmm. No money down, no finance charges, take up to five years. We had that um, classic um, shot where he's walking across the showroom, but two movers are moving a table yeah. at exactly waist high to block him as he's walking across. There's some um, carefully placed vases. Yes. It's all it's all very uh, very intentional. I think the guy's uncle does a nice job. Yeah. You uh, wait. Are, are you talking about Destin Burns's uncle? Uh, I am. Destin Burns, your uncle, uh, did a great job. You know, can we just celebrate this for a second? The internet, especially the comments section on YouTube, is such a nasty place. It is right. And um, this has, I said, three comments and then one reply to one of the comments. The first one is hilarious. I shared it. The timing was perfection. Thanks, Deb L. Then Kevin Fury says, no jingle at the end? Well, he's thinking like I am. I really associate Bernie and Phil's oh, okay. with the Bernie and Phil's quality, comfort, but and still, price. But still, that's like, you know, that's just taking a look at the art and commenting on it. Yeah, there's and, nothing you know. rude about it. And then Dustin Burns swoops in, of course. Our friend Dustin Burns says, the black guy is my uncle. And then somebody who goes by the name of Bowser Kingdom just says, your uncle is a good actor. He should do more. This is what the most pleasant. Poli- this is the most polite YouTube page, YouTube video on I, the internet. I love this <laughs> so much. Your uncle is a good actor. He should do more. Look at that supportive community. Yeah, man. everybody's just being it's like, like our listeners, cordial and thoughtful. It. Good job, everyone. Okay, now we found the last four polite people on YouTube. This next one has um, a naked man in it. It's for a Nike product, or as I like to say, a Nike product. Um, now, I've watched the commercial, but there's also a, apparently a, a very long version of this. Yeah, so this is something Nike did a few years ago. Um, 
which was like a they they did a whole sort of campaign around um, this shoe that they were making. I think this, if I had to guess, and I didn't really go back and look at the time uh, when this came out, but you remember when the toe shoes came out, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, meaning, i.e., when sort of paleo hit it really big, people started wearing these shoes that had like almost no no structure to them, and it was like the idea is we're bu- our feet are built to run naturally. You know, all you need to protect yourself from the elements is like some something that protects you from from getting your feet cut up. But you don't need the structure of a modern running shoe. And mm-hmm. like they're over engineered, basically. And I mean, of course, Nike is like the if you're that if you believe that is like the chief culprit. And I remember this Nike responded by building a shoe or, or I don't know, engineering a shoe, imagineering a shoe mm-hmm. um, that wasn't a toe shoe exactly but was like so it had less structure to it and Mm -hmm. i think it was called the nike free Mm -hmm. um so this was a campaign that they built around the nike free and the mockumentary which is pretty funny um is about this fake running camp that they have uh dreamed up called and it's spelled bear butte running camp Mm -hmm. but of course Right. Funnily, it would be bare butt running camp. Right, right. And everybody at this running camp just runs completely naked, man, men and women. Um, Do you know there's a little oddities store in Butte, Montana? Luke took a picture of it. It's called um, Butte Stuff. <laughs> I'm serious. That's funny. I think about that all the time. I'm sure the, the Butte butt punning in Butte is, uh, I'm sure there's quite a few good examples. Yeah. Um, so this little mockumentary is like all these, like the main, the main speaker is the guy who runs the camp and, and coaches people. Um, but you hear from the runners as well. Um, they cut a piece of this mockumentary out and just made it into an ad, which I'll have you play here. Okay, cool. So we see, um, a man, he's a white man for, I guess we've established that. Um, he's sitting on a bench completely naked and he's got this, um, tennis shoe in his hands that he's talking about and he's holding it, of course, right in front of his crotch. And it's funny because he's even like at one point bending it and flipping it around and it seems like he's playing with his wiener. The verbal, um sort of entendre here or the or the visual entendre here is is very funny um and the editing i went back i was like that is incredibly yeah, precise editing back. there's one scene where he stands up and turns uh-huh where i'm like they had to just edit out do you think in it. post they just they just they had to scrubbed it out of there unless he's unless he's they're doing yeah. some kind of crazy talk like it right. is not it should be visible and it's not well God made us in all different kinds of shapes. And I don't want to. I don't want to judge this guy. I just think like this. There's, there's some digital wizardry happening <laughs> here. A lot of people think that being a world class athlete is about putting in a ton of miles, but it's a lot more than that. You got to start from the ground up. You take my shoe for example, the Nike Free. It's got great cushioning. <laughs> it's responsive. <laughs> it's everything I need to train. If you want to be a supernatural runner, you got to train like one. Knows that, and then yeah, a bunch of other naked people go running by, and then he joins the pack of naked people. Yeah, why don't you play just a few minutes or a minute or two of this um, this mockumentary? Okay, um, let me get it uh, here. Let's see here. Great bunch of guys working together. Perfect. 10:22. Nice and even. Well, we like to think of ourselves as more than just a high altitude training camp. Our approach is about really getting back to basics. For us, it's about getting strong, staying strong. It's about natural running, or as we like to call it, supernatural. You can 
good. Oh, now we see them f in kind of That's full it. frontal it's running better. towards the camera, but they're Today's everything's tough. just blurred out. Tomorrow yeah, but we're it's pretty light nice blurring. Yeah. Don't forget the sunscreen. They put on sunscreen like like having like of a sprayer. Of course, this sprayer. place takes some getting used to. I mean, this is some of the toughest terrain I've oh, ever Oh, are these had. real... Um, that said U.S. 500-yard uh, champ. Are these real athletes? I don't know if they are. It's hilarious that her real name would be Lauren Fleshman. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess so. There's our black guy. Oh, I see. This is fun. what you're mentioning before. I let it all hang out. Um, but he is identified by name, so maybe he's a real yeah. runner. And being from Cameroon, I think, think so. This is the way to help people get faster. So anyway, so <laughs> people are, of course, people are in line and they're serving hot dogs uh, <laughs> right as they're holding the plates okay, at level. Uh, this is kind of a level. funny bit here. Okay, so now so we have a, a woman who's giving a demonstration with the shoe in front of a bunch of campers. So the Nike Free 5.0 is incredibly lightweight, as you can see, and very flexible. It's specifically designed to let your foot move more naked. Natural. Naturally. Yeah. Does it come in size 15? <laughs> <laughs> so some guy stands up. Um, now she's actually, we should note, she's the only one in clothes as she's giving this presentation. So that's why she's like, um, that is why she's uncomfortable in saying the word So look at her naked. face when she says, mm-hmm, uh, uh -huh. as he stands up and asks about the size 15 is priceless. You know, um, I'm going to say something here. Quite dirty. Yeah, it is quite dirty. The guy stands up and... Um, I don't know for sure, but this might be a man of Asian descent, which is interesting that the um, there's like so much like racist yeah. um, jokes about the endowment of Asian men. In fact, I um, I don't know if it was on TBTL or maybe it was even just um, maybe it was just off air. Our friend Nick Jarin had a, a whole bunch of thoughts about that as yeah. an Asian man himself and like um, has kind of how, how that's depicted in culture in just like a straight up racist way. And I can't tell if this man is Asian or not. He might be. And if so, I would say, um, you know, that's probably pretty smart of them to maybe try to combat that that racist trope. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, okay, so anyway, good. I, li I liked that Nike campaign and I thought it was, uh, it was well executed. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess, so and again, I just keep on coming back to this. And, and again, I guess they're really trying to emphasize this idea of like, like you said, it's funny because paleo is a diet, but of course you and I... when Paleo we is a lifestyle is a, friend. a lifestyle, yes. And especially when it was brand new, I felt like the yeah. first people who introduced it to us, it was, it was the whole thing. We should exercise and eat as if we were cavemen. Like what do our bodies need? Right. And, uh, what can our bodies adapt to without all of these uh, modern excesses? And so I can see, and uh, by the way, you said you weren't sure when that was from. It looks like it was posted in 2009. Oh, that'd be just 2008, right, which would be just about right. So I, I again, I think the nudity kind of plays into the idea of, well, it's called Nike Free. So like the freedom and the and the back to nature yeah. kind of aspect of it. Uh, yeah, so in your in your judgment, then does the nudity serve a purpose, or is it gratuitous? Um, I will say, what did I say before? Nude, nudity with a purpose. Nudity yeah. with a purpose. <laughs> nudity with a purpose. Amen. Nudity yeah. with a special. purpose. Oh yes, this next one, nudity without a purpose. Oh, this interesting. is one that I or or Andrew doesn't get it. <laughs> it might be that. Yeah, maybe maybe because I. I remember this is the uh, the this is PSA. the British PSA about bicycle safety, right? Yes, um, and it's kind of one of those ones where you don't really know what's happening or why th why this thing is happening until the end. What we have is a busy what looks like a London street, 
Um, you have a guy on a bike, fully naked, uh, except for a bike helmet, safety first. Um, and he's biking around through the town and everyone is having the reaction that you would have to a random mm-hmm. naked bike. A lot bicyclist. of people just it's almost seems like it could have been actual person on the street footage. If it a, is. If they had a, if they set up a naked person to ride through and then just get candid footage of people reacting. I don't think it is. I don't think it is because of the quality of the shot. Yeah. But they do a pretty good job of that. Like a, yeah. I, I can picture a businessman in a suit is just like what? And he kind of turns around and everybody's like what? At one point um, the cyclists. Uh, he rides his bike past a uh, busy bus stop, and yeah. everybody at the bus stop. Or would it be a uh, would it be a tube stop? Vives? No, because it was above the tube ground. Is the right? subway, yeah, yeah. I think they just uh, call them buses. Mind the gap. <laughs> Genevieve, <laughs> as we like to say. Uh, anyway, and they like everybody at the bus stop applauds and cheers right. him on as he, as he rides by Crucially, naked. Crucially, he rides by somebody uh, who catches him, a sight of him in her rear view mirror. Yes, and then that's kind of near the end of this uh, 40 second commercial. Let's take a listen. Okay, so there he is. Bare bottom, by Real the way. Real bare bottom. So he's she, a woman, dri- he drives past, she sees him in her rear view mirror. Oh, you're right. So that sets up at the beginning. All these people are kind of laughing, covering their mouth, turning around. Another rearview mirror catches sight of him. He's biking. He's naked. I do agree with you. It almost really does look like now he drives past a van. Um, and people, I, I almost do wonder if some if of these are real. If you don't use your mirrors, you don't know what you're missing. Think bikes. Get your AA stickers free from Halfords. The, Think bikes. So the point, of course, is that if you aren't using your mirrors to check for bicyclists, um, you could hurt somebody. Yes. Um, but the joke here is that if you don't use your mirror to watch your bicyclist, you'll miss the naked bike bicyclist. Hmm, that seems weird. But there, you see so many other people reacting. See, this is one. It just seems disjointed to me. Well, that's... I think it's one that, like, I think they wanted to use nudity for shock value so this commercial would stick in people's minds and maybe go, like, kind of quasi-viral or something. That's possible. I mean, I think you're right that the the narrative gets a little confusing that so many people who aren't in cars see him. But those shots do look so real to me that I wonder if they just got some good footage like on the street of this guy mm-hmm. bi- biking around naked and had, and thought it was kind of a fun way of creating a sense of realism. But they really go out of their way to show him um People seeing them, him from their cars in their rear view. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but again, that's but that's the rear view. I just think the nakedness is gratuitous in this case. But what would the joke be if it was just a clothed cyclist? What's the joke now? I just don't get it. You got to, they got to see a naked guy in a bike, and if they hadn't looked at their rear views, they would have missed it. But in most of these cases, it doesn't even seem like they're enjoying it. Everybody's just shocked. <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. I just. I just don't. Like. I mean. I. I get it because it's sticky. Yeah. Um, you know, like, and, and therefore people are like, hey, did you see that commercial? Or, hey, for, pass this around and forward it. And it sounds like the this bike safety organization, whatever AA stands for, um, you can actually get a little sticker that you put in your side view mirror as a reminder when you're mm-hmm. looking in the mirror. To, and, and, you know, this That's is something smart. that, honestly, this is something that... Um, I think about a lot when I'm driving. I drive yeah. very carefully these days. We live on a street that has a um, a protected bike lane, and there are a lot of bike lanes. And it's so easy. Yeah. I mean, I am constantly looking in my rear view mirror before, or side distracted view before I moment take a right. When yeah. you open your car door, and you to know what, really like, hurt somebody. And I pride myself on it. Like if I if I see a, a cyclist coming down the lane, I'm gonna let's say take a right, and f- it would be in front of them, but they're like a block or even a block and a half away. 
I can't tell how fast they're going. I will just stop and wait. And I don't care if cars are lining up behind me. I give that bike, like, I give bikes so much priority on the road. I'm not even a cyclist. Um, but I just think it's really important in their incredibly vulnerable positions. And our city has is welcome to bicyclists and they're building infrastructure around that. So I want to, I don't know, I just want to live that lifestyle. Yet even me, like giving everybody the widest berth about, well, sometime in the past year, I was driving down our one-way road. The protected bike lane is to my right. I am about to take a right onto a side street. I don't see any cyclists. I've been looking, but... There are no cyclists coming up from behind me, but there are some pedestrians coming towards me mm-hmm. in the crosswalk. And they're moving kind of slow. I think it was like a group of maybe three older people, and they're moving kind of slow, but I just wait. And they cross, and I am so focused on those pedestrians that as soon as they clear, I go to take my right. I had checked for a bicycle probably a million, uh, probably yeah. 10 times in the 30 seconds it took them to cross. But then when they finally crossed, I was so focused on them that I went to take a right and I almost hit a cyclist <gasps> who was zooming past right. me on my right. And I just, I felt so terrible. My window was down and I screamed, I'm so sorry. I mean, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't end up cutting in front of him. I, I almost stopped, did and I slammed on my brake. I saw, we locked eyes for a split second. He was furious and scared as well he should be. And I felt horrible I felt so terrible I just wanted to like find him and write him a letter and say I promise you I'm always looking out for you guys it was just like it was just a split well that's what I mean second about a moment of distraction yeah like I I always try to check my mirrors but you know you park your car you stop to look at your phone and then you think okay and I'm like I'm gonna get out of the car now you have to check again. Yeah, exactly. You, you, you talk check. about like swinging your door swinging open. Swinging your door open. Yeah, you yeah, don't want to like clothesline them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that bike safety one, not for me. I didn't think it was that good. Um, all right. Well, um, maybe this one will be more to your taste. Uh, this is for Visa. No, this one is not to my taste. This one is even worse, I think. I don't think or you, you can explain it I don't think it you're getting me. the joke. This okay. is a subtle joke. I actually thought this was pretty okay. funny. I thought I might not be getting it. It's... It's an interesting story, and I watched it twice to make sure I was seeing the right story. Yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> it opens, we're on a desert, and we have we open on a man who is naked except for his shoes and socks, and he is uh, holding, he's clutching in his hand a Visa card, and he's running. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, this is all, this is all... Um, I don't think there's any narration maybe until the very end. And so as he's ru- he's running through the desert, but then he starts running through more scenes, right? It gets more he and run- more. He runs far enough that he gets to some places where he can use his visa card. So bit by bit, he kind of puts himself together. He runs to a thing where he can buy some pants. And then he runs to something where he's able to buy like a little moped and he drives this little oh, moped shirtless but in pants oh, now yeah, right, right. through a city and then he passes and we never see him stopping to purchase this stuff it's just like cut 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 and then each time he's like suddenly he's got a pair of pants that he's trying to put on while he's running right, right? and he sees then he sees some place where he can buy um a tuxedo and he puts that on we see we see him see mm-hmm. the tuxedo shop he holds up the visa card and then boom he's in a tuxedo then he's he's all uh, you know, unkempt and unshaven. He passes by um, a barber shop. Um, you know, cut to he comes out clean shaven and looking looking more presentable. Okay, I just want to pick up here then. So this is from the beginning. We're still out in the desert, and he's totally naked except for like black socks and maybe some shoes. 
Oh, he, he stopped. He uses the Visa card to get like a hamburger or something. He's eating it while he's running. Now he's on his moped that he's bought. Um, it kind of craps out. He's running. We never see him stop, though. We just now, see him acquiring one piece of clothes Now at he's a time. in a suit. Then he swings by a ring store and he gets a, a ring. He runs into a church. He gives an angry look to his bros. Right. And then he walks up just in time to say I do to his... Uh, Lovely bride. Right. Who is lovely, by the way? One of the commenters says, who's the bride? <laughs> um, so what do you think happened here? I mean, my guess is that he was some sort of um, some sort of bachelor party shenanigans. Yes, his bachelor thinking. party friends left him stranded mm-hmm. and naked in the desert. And he's annoyed with them. But he manages, you know, hangover like to make it back to right. the 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 church in time. With, right. with And his visa card allowed him to reconstruct his life. I wonder if that came out around the time of. It's very much like The Hangover. It's the like hangover, that's it's like yeah. The Hangover told in thirty seconds. Yeah, that's interesting. But you didn't like it. I guess I thought it was fine. It definitely, again, I'll bet you this was European, not because they were showing anything um, that you couldn't show on uh, American television. I just get a British vibe from this, from the production standards. Not eh, a lot of deserts wrong. in the. Yeah, that's true. UK. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. And it's you know what he's and as he gains or as he kind of gains more ground and goes into more civilization. Like at first, it's a barren desert, and then it's like a, a kind of a. Hot dogs. Uh, yeah, hot dog, like a hot dog grill in some old west town. Yeah, so as, as I think this could, is yeah. for sure set in America. Yeah, that's a good point. And I, I, don't know and I agree, that. like the hangover uh, energy is strong here. Yeah. I mean, that's a real desert-based movie too. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, you know, I guess it's fine. <laughs> I thought it was a good concept. Yeah. I thought that the look that he gives the bros at the end was subtle. That's the, yeah, like that's the payoff sort It's of. the payoff and it's also like a subtle... Uh, way of handling the resolution and i feel like it it allowed it trusts the viewer Mm -hmm. in a certain way yeah all right maybe i'll come around on a little bit more on second viewing um this next commercial i love even though it features no nudity i was gonna say i have a little (laughs) expression you're very familiar with a genevieve if you have to be naked do it with clothes on (laughs) and that's exactly what mayhem's doing in this commercial So this is for Allstate. Uh, we've got our uh, our favorite boy, Dean Winters, in uh, his role of, as Mayhem. Um, and you know the Mayhem commercials. He is always playing some concept or figure that could potentially cause you to have mm-hmm. uh, need insurance. Right. Or cause, cause some kind of, you know, mayhem, if you will. I'm the dead tree in your yard. Right. And when my bow breaks off, I'm going to crash onto your roof or whatever. Your bow? Bow. 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 <laughs> bow. Um, so in this one, it takes place on a, um, a football, starts on a football field. He's dressed exactly as he always is in the full black suit with the three-piece black suit with the tie um the white shirt the white shirt he's running down the field he's being chased by um stadium security and i'll let him uh, tell you the rest i'm a streaker i'm a streaker i'm 300 pounds painted blue and apart from the cleats I'm completely naked. I love it. So he's saying I'm painted blue, and apart from my cleats, I'm completely naked. But he's not. He's just we- he's he's just wearing his suit, like you just said. Except the places where it would be blurred had he been naked are all blurred out. Yeah, it's so it's all pixelated. It's so funny. I love him saying. I'm painted blue and I'm completely naked when he's so clearly not. I don't know why I just find that so clever. From the cleats, I'm completely naked. 
Now, <laughs> he's running out into traffic, and he causes an accident. Now, this part I love. So now we're still imagining him being naked, and so he, you know, he causes an accident, and then he he climbs on top of one of the cars involved in the accident, which has like a, a sunroof or a moonroof up there, and. The people in the car look up <laughs> at him. Standing and he's, it. he's standing astride <laughs> it. And they look up and they look so disgusted because they're getting the worst possible view of the male anatomy. Except to us, he's just wearing a suit. Yeah. It's so funny. It's a and great if you've concept. got cut rate insurance, they might not pay for this. So get all state. <laughs> you can save cash and be better protected from mayhem. Like me. Mayhem. Seeing the pixelization of a man in clothes is the equivalent of just how beeps became very funny yes. in the early early 2000s absolutely it's a great gag i yeah. love i they have done so many good things with him you know we talked about this last week um because we were talking about that uh triple a ad that kind of makes fun of him or oh makes yeah fun of the concept. yeah both steals and makes fun of the concept yeah. at the same time yeah and i i would love to know why we haven't seen more mayhem ads recently yeah i wonder i wonder if they're still in production at all i mean yeah is he? He's most known as Mayhem now, isn't he? Well, That's I weird. think he's most known as Dennis Duffy. You think so? Yeah, I do. Huh? I do. I think that that's uh, that's probably the thing he's. I guess certainly our generation most famous. But for. like you know, that show's pretty old now, and so I would assume maybe younger generations mostly know him as Mayhem. All right, here is the commercial that I was not allowed to watch ahead of time. We said before we were talking about rude nude dudes. I guess here we have a rude nude hue. <laughs> This is Hugh Jackman um, proving why, proving once again why he is uh, Australia's greatest treasure. Um, he's this is for a, a product called R M Williams Boots, which I take to be uh, not an American brand. I've never heard of them, or maybe they're just so fancy that I've never heard of them. Um, he's could in, be Australian. Yeah, he is in um, he's in a man's office, uh, sitting across the desk from. Uh, from this guy who I guess works for who's like the R.M. Williams boot, uh, you know, honcho or executive mm -hmm. or whatever. And they're talking. What you need to know is Hugh Jackman is seated in the chair. He has both of his boot clad feet propped up on this guy's desk, but he is otherwise completely naked. Did I um, was I blanking out? Did you say specifically that you thought it would be Australian? Because I can confirm this is an Australian. Oh, brand. yeah, it makes sense. It says, born in the Australian Outback, R.M. Williams, unique clothing, boots, and accessories help you enjoy your adventures. So, okay, you set it up. Now, it looks like this is a 90-second ad. I wonder if also this is maybe a um, a, a web a Maybe, a yeah. Web it's, commercial. It's, it's worth all 90 seconds. Let's take a listen. Firstly, let me say, Hugh, that we are delighted that you love R.M. Williams boots. I'm actually, like... In love. They're great. They're amazing. Right. Which really? This makes this next bit a little awkward. So up until this point, we've only seen kind of the, uh, a close-up of his shoes, which are kicked up on this guy's desk, and then a close-up of his face. Now the camera has just pulled back, and we see that he is presumably naked sitting in this chair across from this guy. Oh, we're on the same team here. And he opens so. his leg. So he's just completely uh, flashing this well, guy. Well, we appreciate how literally you've taken the clause that stipulates you can only wear R.M. Williams. My word is my bond. When I say I'm in, I am all in, you know? And honestly, it's me who should be paying you. <laughs> it's a privilege. No, uh, yeah, it is. Oh, it's a privilege. <laughs> that's lovely to hear. <laughs> he's I, so good. I do want to note that you are allowed to, and we highly encourage you to wear <laughs> other clothes. I mean, look at this. Look at clothes this. in general. Look, 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 look at this. 
It's one beautiful piece of leather. Beautiful stitching and they're comfortable. I mean, the balls of my feet just feel like they've died this, and were widely mourned. This, this guy is so doing such a great job of looking uncomfortable while Hugh Jackman just blathers on obliviously with his junk in his face. And he just keeps on like finding ways to spread his legs apart <laughs> further and further. Yeah. Beautiful stitching and they're comfortable. I mean, the balls of my feet just feel balls like they've died and were widely mourned and just went to ball heaven. If you know <laughs> Seriously, it's, it's changed my life. 88 handmade processes, but I think you may be missing the point. Oh, no, no, I, I hear you. Don't worry, loud and clear. Only R.M. Williams. Yep, are you gonna stand up now? Hang on a second. Now he starts rubbing his naked butt all over this guy's office chair. (laughs) Like guest office chair. It's a new chair, it was. A new chair. Mm, It was. awesome. You should be sitting... Honestly, you should sit in this. You you can have that. (laughs) Everything in our rooms is just so comfortable. Not everything is comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Not everything is comfortable. Great performances by both. Everybody does a great job in that. Yeah. That is the... Like... That is my favorite thing I've seen this week. That's really, that's really, really good. Hugh Jackman, what a treasure. Yeah. Star of the stage as well, right? Star of stage, Song star of screen. Man. Yes, he is for sure a triple threat. Triple threat, quadruple threat. Um, all right, are we done looking at naked people for like a few minutes, Veeves? I think so, Enough, yeah. can you can you calm down enough to get through ad council? <laughs> sure. Jeez Louise, take a good shower. Everybody's talking at me I don't hear words saying Only the echoes of my mind Okay, we're going to keep this really short today uh, because we want to go through all of your voicemails and emails and Facebook Flop posts. Dri- floppy disks <laughs> zip drives. Zip drives. Um, uh, next week's show as a bit of a roundup, so we're going to keep in our powder dry a little bit here. But I did want to get into this um, survey that yes. you put up on Facebook. Yes. Is After These Messages a comedy podcast? Can I vote and say no? Um, yeah, well, you'd have to restart your Facebook account, I guess. Mm, um, not worth it. So I have hidden through the magic of font coloration the answers, the um they're the the vote, oh, the results. The vote totals. Oh, yes. okay. So the but the but the yeah. choices were: is ATM a, pod, a comedy podcast? No. Yes. I don't understand the question, and I won't respond to it. I wonder if that's what won. <laughs> that is the one that won. Is it really? Yes. I had a feeling. Yes. Uh, so I'll tell you the vote totals here. Um, you have uh, for no. We got a pretty pretty hefty percentage said no. Um, uh, 20, 20 uh, votes for no. Oh, wow. Out of about, it looks like 130 votes here, 135 votes. Yeah. 20 said no. Uh, 20 said no. 46 said yes. Hmm. Um, but 68. Yeah. Uh, number one with a bullet. I don't understand the question and I won't respond to it. Couldn't so. have got one more vote on that, huh? <laughs> um, so thanks, everybody, for voting. Yes, I agree with that. I don't understand the question. I won't respond to it either. I also like this. You said there were some good responses in the discussion itself. Um, yeah, so uh, David said, because um, you said that you filed it under entertainment, which I thought yes. was hilariously 
uh, non-specific. Really? Well, it's it's like it's not news or, or it's not tragically journalism. non-specific. I guess if we're not a comedy podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> David says uh, I'd call it an entertainment podcast. Okay, good. Um, so oh, that's how I categorize it, David. So. I like this from Ruby. Ruby said, um, "After these messages, is a comedic podcast, but not necessarily a comedy podcast." I'll take it. So that's um, that's an interesting uh, sort of uh, narrow window to we can mm-hmm. walk through there comedic podcast mm-hmm. um and then ryan says i like this i feel like that is like saying uh, oh no 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 i'm not a comedian i'm a humorist <laughs> is that the difference there no no it's not a comedy podcast it's a comedic podcast right yeah probably um ryan says you know how dramas that are funny are often called dramedies this is a show that is funny about commercials so it's a Comedy. <laughs> Which I think is great. Kush, as I like to say. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. The discussion on Facebook was so fun. Um, I just pulled out a few gems, but the whole discussion was great. Um, and I will try to do more surveys. All right. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to join the Facebook group, go to www.facebook.com and search for comedy podcast. Yes. You'll come right to is it. That how, is that, that how you do it? Yeah, that'll, that'll turn us up. Um, we'll or, be the number one or, comedy podcast. And again, we're going to record next week's show in a couple of days here. So if you happen to be listening um, on Tuesday or Wednesday, email us quickly all of your thoughts on all of the commercials yeah, that are Yeah, this is a good right week now. to get on, get your, yeah. your thoughts on the air. Whatever Jeremiah or rant you've got uh, up your sleeve, send it in. Because any we any need what the, kind of rant did you say? A Jeremiah. Jeremiah. It's like a rant, basically. Oh. oh. Um, I thought you were calling out listeners like, all right, Jeremiah, <laughs> you always send us shit. But if you want to get on the show, send us your shit this week because it will probably end up on there next week. Uh, no, this is a good week. Uh, Jeremiah is a long, mournful complaint or lamentation, a list of woes. Really? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is the week. Jeremiah for- was a bullfrog. It's funny. Good one. It's a comedy I, podcast. I stand corrected. It's neither a comedy podcast nor an entertainment it's podcast. It's certainly looking more like a tragedy podcast yes, after it's that. A tragedy joke. podcast. Uh, call us at 607-444-5597 or email us at after these messages show at Gmail. Again, that's 607-444-5597. Leave us a voicemail. Sing us a jingle. We want to hear your voice on next week's show. Until then. Talk to you later. Yuppies, yeah, I'm talking about wine drinkers, bald head men, clucks playing swine thinkers. What motivates you? Let's go around the room. I want to own a boat one day. They got my dreams and they're playing Salugi.